Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and a very warm welcome to a very special night tonight in joint collaboration with our friends, the Spiritist Society of Bournemouth. So without further ado, I will hand over to the wonderful Fabricio to introduce the evening. Fabricio, over to you, sir. Thanks, Lawrence. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm Fabricio Sonsalm from the Spiritist Society of Bournemouth. I'm delighted to welcome you to this event brought to you tonight in collaboration with our dear friend Lawrence Saville from the Christian Spiritualist Church. It's a great pleasure to also warmly welcome our very distinguished guest speaker from Brazil, Geraldo Lemos. Welcome to you, Geraldo. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you guys tonight, and I hope I can uh, speak about our subject and have your thoughts on it also. Great. So let me give you a brief um, about Geraldo. Geraldo is a medium and a spiritist writer. Geraldo was also the collaborator and friend for 21 years of the very famous medium from Brazil, Chico Xavier. Geraldo is well known internationally as Chico biographer. So let me say something about Spiritism and about also Chico Xavier. The teachings of Spiritism were revealed in the 19th century by the spirits to Allan Kardec. They teach us that everyone's personal spirit is immortal and our, and our spirit will reincarnate many times. They also show us how can we grow spiritually in accordance with the teaching, teaching of our master, Jesus Christ. Through mediumship and prayer, Spiritism offers us all good God's healing. The person who was chiefly responsible for spreading the message of Spiritism across the world in the 20th century was Chico Xavier. Chico was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize in a public vote in Brazil was voted the most famous Brazilian on the 20th century. He was famous as a medium, a generous benefactor, and the writer of many psychographic writings. Chico published more than 400 books until his death at the age of 92 in 2002. Chico Espiritist book sales exceed 25 million copies. He was very much respected throughout Brazil for his humanity and generosity. Today's Chic writing are studied and followed by the Spiritism throughout the world. As I said, um, our, our guest speaker tonight, Gerard Lemus, is Chico Xavier biographer and also very closely associated with him for many years as his, as his friend. It is indeed a great honor to have Gerald speaking to us tonight. Before Gerald talks, I first hand it over to Lawrence Saville, who will lead us in an opening prayer. Over to you, Lawrence. Thank you, Fabricio. Good evening again, everybody. If you could just still your minds for this time and draw close to that God within, the God of your own understanding. Divine and infinite spirit, we thank you for the support, the help, and the guidance that we are receiving, especially at this time. For never before has the world been united in one cause as it is at the moment. But never before, too, has been felt this unification 
across the countries and across the world. The thoughts, the words, the tenures and the texts all bearing remarkable similarities, spreading that truth and that knowledge that we are beings of the immortal, that this life is but a part of our eternal life. And we are here this time to reach up, to aspire, to do our best, to help humanity, to be in service for that which you have intended for all things. And we hand this evening over now in the knowledge and the understanding that our spirituality, our wisdom, our understanding, and therefore our compassion and our healing and our love will continue to grow and let that shine out like the morning star to all those that we meet. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lawrence. So it's now my great pleasure to hand over to Geraldo Lemos in Brazil, who will talk to us about the character of Spiritism Revelation. Over to you, Geraldo. Thank you so much, Fabricio. Thank you, Lawrence. It's a pleasure to be with you tonight. And I'm try, I'll, I'll try to, to speak about this uh, subject, the character of the Spiritist Revelation. And this is a very important subject in the Spiritist doctrine. It was presented first by Allan Kardec, uh, the codifier of the Spiritism Revelation. Uh, first, he published a booklet on this subject with this title, The Character of the Spiritism Revelation. After that, he thought it was very so much important and decided to put this booklet on his first chapter of his last book. The book was published in January the 6th, 1868 in Paris, and it is called The Genesis, Miracles and Predictions According to Spiritism. This was the last book published by Alain Kardec himself. And of course, the title tells all about it. He speaks about the, the process of the genesis, the genesis of uh, material earth, and also the genesis of the spirits. Uh, after that, he also uh, studied the miracles according to his spiritism, and later on, he studies the predictions, the mediumship to foresee the future according to his spiritism. And in the last part of this book, he approaches the transition time that we are living in nowadays. So that we can divide this book in four uh, great parts for materially parts. The first one is the subject of our uh, 
conversation tonight, the character of the Spiritist Revelation. And the other, the other three, of course, the Genesis, the Miracles, and the Predictions. When this book was published in Paris, 1868, Alain Kardec, of course, was already experienced and mature on all matters relating to mediumship and the Spiritist doctrine. He had already been studying and being in contact with mediums all over the world that wrote to him and also that get to, got to know him uh, for 14 years because he uh, began to study all these uh, mediums and all the, the uh, revelations that those mediums uh, canalized uh, since the year of 1854 and in 1868 of course he had already 14 years after he started researching on the matter and also this book is very important because this was the last book published by Alan Kardec himself. Uh, because on the 31st of March, in the next year of 1869, he, uh, he had a stroke and returned to the eternal life. So let's see what we can uh, study from his notes in this first chapter, the character of the spirits, Spiritist Revelation. Uh, first, in the item three, he asks, what is the source of credible information for Spiritism? And we can also, also understand that he was asking the higher spirits what would be a credible source of information for the spiritist doctrine and also for mediumship for the relationship between both worlds the material world here on the face of earth and also uh, the world where the discarnate spirits live. And uh, he was trying to present uh, us his thinking about this matter. And so that he asked, what is the source of credible information for spiritism? And the answer by the higher spirits was very clear. The essential characteristic of any revelation has to be the truth. And this is so clear. We must seek the truth. That's a, the most credible 
source of information that we can relate and we can accept in our doings and studies of the Spiritist doctrine. And after that, the spirits told him, by its nature, the Spiritist revelation has a double character. It participates at the same time of divine revelation and scientific revelation because the doctrine was not dictated complete nor imposed to blind belief. So we have to stop and think what are they telling us? And this is so very much important because uh, we understand finally that the Spiritist doctrine, the Spiritism revelation has a double character. The first one is the one that proceed from God, from the higher plans and is, it's constituted by divine revelation. And they, all the revelation come to us uh, to, from the higher above. And the other character of the Spiritism revelation is, of course, the one that is made by the works, the thoughts, the prayers, the doings of men, of men and women all over the world. And it's our struggle to understand life, to understand what we are doing here on earth. It's our struggle to understand the truth and to seek the truth. And of course, in this part, of the human uh, uh, part in the Spiritism revelation, we must understand that we have a most important role to be played, and this role is related to our findings in the scientific world, in the philosophical world, and also in the relationship between philosophy and science. Because if in one hand, the philosophy uh, helps us to seek the truth by asking important questions about life. What am I doing here? What is life? Who are those who are related to me in my family or who are those that I get to know in my professional life? What kind uh, of uh, professional life I'm going to, to have? 
what's my role in society, where did I came from, and where do I go after life, after this life on earth? So important questions that philosophy uh, gives us that we think about them all the time. And this is works of men and women on earth. And of course, this is a progressive uh, movement because philosophy is a progressive movement by men and women here on earth seeking the truth. And in the other hand, if philosophy asks and seeks the truth, in the other hand, science will respond most of those questions uh, by observation, by experimentation, by discoveries, the works of man, of science, are also very important because year after year, decade after decade, century after century, uh, all the wisdom of those men and women of science are incorporated to human society. And we are going uh, to uh, escalate in this chair of knowledge and wisdom step after step. And of course, this is also science is always a progressive movement in a way that the science that we live nowadays in the year 2020, 2020, of course, it's much higher and developed compared with 100 years ago in 1920. Also, this is true about the philosophy. So we have this double character, one that comes from the divine revelation and the other one that is the, the works of men and women here on earth that the spirits called the scientific revelation. And because those revelations are progressive, because we change every, every year, every decade, every century, incorporating in ourselves all the knowledge of the researchers and, and the mean and women of science, and also the mean and women of uh, philosophy. Of course, we are going step by step to a more uh, higher level of understanding our uh, role in life. And because this is very important, uh, is that if we stay only with philosophy and science, we are going to, to stay in a, in a level of development, uh, a, a very uh, slow movement of development. That's why we need time after time 
to incorporate the divine revelation. And we understand that Spiritism is the, the, the holy consular promised by Jesus Christ almost 2,000 years ago, the one that he would send us not only to remind us of every teachings of his holy gospel, but also to explain us everything about life. And for that, it's important to understand the second phrase in this teaching of the higher spirits to Allan Kardec, because the doctrine was not dictated complete, not, nor imposed to blind belief. So we know and understand that the Spiritist doctrine is not, has been not dictated complete to a Lankerdeck, and it is also a progressive movement that would change with the human society in the same pace human society evolves with philosophy and science itself. And so that it is not given or uh, being asked to us to accept everything imposed to blind belief because we are asked to, to think about it, to rationalize it, to understand all the teachings by reason and not, not only by faith. We have to, to face reason and faith in front of each other every time and to consciously uh, comprehend what the higher spirits are teaching us. Uh, then uh, the spirits continued to explain to Alan Kardec, and they said, because it is deduced by the work of man from the observation of the facts, which the spirits put under his eyes and the instructions which they give him, instructions which he studies, commands, compares, in order to draw himself its lessons and applications. So uh, now we understand that we here on earth, as men and women, uh, seeking the truth, we must understand that we have this important role uh, to put our eyes in observation of the facts, uh, not only the facts of daily life, but also, most importantly, the facts relating to mediumship, to the canalization of messages from the higher spirits 
to us through the mediums, through the ones that has been chosen to participate in this revelation. And, but we must act with reason. Let's see what the spirits told Alan Kardec. Instructions, okay, we will receive instructions by the higher spirits, but we must take all of the instructions and study them and rationalize them. And uh, it, it, it is ideal to make groups of studies. And also uh, in groups of studies, we can comment, we can see other views of the same subject with our friends and fellow uh, men and women of faith. We can compare different instructions from different spirits that were canalized by different mediums in order to draw ourselves its lessons and applications in order to understand what the higher spirits are teaching us and also what the applications we can put in our lives for those revelations. And after that, they also told Alan Kardec, in a word, what characterizes the spiritist revelation, it is its divine origin and from the initiative of the superior spirits. And also, it is a fact that its elaboration is the fruit of the work of man. So we, we understand, we know that what characterizes the spiritist revelation is its divine origin. It's a revelation of the truth by God through our dear Lord Jesus Christ, through the consoler of the spirit of the truth, utilizing all kinds of mediums, all kinds of mean all over the world, no matter where they live, no matter what are their own origin and beliefs, uh, some of them are just scientists. They are not preoccupied with religion. They are just doing their work in the laboratory, in the university, uh, studying important matters that will affect human life through science discoveries. So uh, all of that is part of the revelation of Spiritism. The divine origin inspire us on earth to work in the extent of our forces uh, in 
in the fact that we are responsible beings, that we have a very important role in this human society of nowadays, and all of our works that has a uh, important subject they are taking into consideration because we ourselves, men and women, are uh, asked to elaborate, to collaborate, because the fruit of our work will make the difference. Then I want to talk about a, another message that Alain Kardec related to this theme. It was published in 1865 at the Spiritist magazine that Alain Kardec published at that time. And it is a message that talk about the character of the Spirit's revelation. And the message was given by the Spirit of Pascal. And Pascal wrote to Alain Kardec, remember these, the human spirit is innovated and agitated under the influence of three causes, which are reflection, inspiration, and revelation. Uh, it's a simple phrase, but a higher and profound subject for us to think about and study. The human spirit is always innovated and agitated. We are, this is on our spirit. Uh, we are not, you know, uh, restricted to our daily lives, uh, routine. We are always agitated. We are always think, seeking some new things, seeking the truth. Uh, we are always researching and looking after or looking forward to know more things. This is in our nature, the nature of the spirit, the human spirit is to seek, to go after the truth. This is why we are always innovating and we are always agitating. But what are the influences that push us forward? And the spirit of Pascal explained to Alain Kardec the influence of this agitation and this innovation that are related to the human spirit have three causes. The first one is reflection. And let's think about reflection. Reflection is the first step to know the truth. 
but it 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 does not mean anything if we just stayed in reflection it's it's a a egoistic moment of the spirit it's the moment where we are in a closed closed uh, room in ourselves in our minds in our uh, home or or uh, bedroom reflecting about our lives meditating it's in a conversation between uh, us and uh, ourselves our questions our uh, goals in life and we think about them and we think and meditate about our experienced our experiences in life the ones that we have passed through and the influence that they had in our own life and in uh, in the lives of our family members and so on we reflect and in this moment it's the human spirit talking to himself so it's a closed moment there is no interaction with others the second degree to seek the truth is the inspiration now comes the role part of the others the others other human spirits and human beings around us our family members our relatives our mother and father our grandmother and grandfather our children sons and daughters our grand uh, grandchildren also our sisters and brothers and also other family members the ones in our relationship outside our homes in our professional life in the companies where we work in the university where we study in the churches where we attend with fellow members of our faith and we relate one to another we are in a group of people and we reflect the things the thoughts and sentiments of this group of people in ourselves they have a profound impact in our lives and so that we also have a profound impact in their lives so the, from this interaction comes inspiration and if we think of the human beings disconnect in the spiritual world also this is very true because we need them our beloved uh, human beings uh, beloved uh, that has already uh, passed away to the spiritual world uh, that still loves us and are interesting 
in our good, uh, in all the good to to ourselves, and also our the 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 higher mentors and spirits and guides that protect us and inspire us to go to the right pathway. And of course, we know that there are other spiritual beings that are not so good to, towards our lives that we call the obsessors and also they have an influence on us. So we must pay very attention to the inspiration we uh, provoke in others, in other lives around us, not only here on earth, but also in the spiritual world. And also we must pay very close attention to the inspiration that we are receiving from the spiritual world and from the group of, the, of people that interact with us because this inspiration will um, make in, in an important role in our development as and in our involvement as a human being towards a more spiritual uh, aspect of life. But as I told you before, only reflection, reflection is more related to philosophy and the inspiration is more related to science and to our doings in the daily lives, uh, works that we do. We must have a third degree, a degree of revel revelation. The, 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 the one that is directed from God, from our creator, and through, of course, the works of Jesus Christ, our Lord, the Lord of the planet Earth itself, and also from Jesus to his ministers in the spiritual world, that we call our mentors and guides. We only will reach the truth after we escalate these three steps, as said by Pascal, the reflection step, the first one, that is up to ourselves. The inspirational step, that is related to the others around us. And the third one, the revelation, that is related to God itself, our uh, Father, our Creator, and of course, Jesus, his representation to our, towards our minds and spirits. So, after that, uh, the spirit of Pascal completed uh, his uh, teachings to Alain Kardec saying, Revelation, it is rare 
and ordinarily giving as a reward for sincere faith to the devoted heart. So let's reflect on that. Pascal is saying that revelation is very rare. We cannot find revelation in every uh, corner, in every street, in every person. The revelation from God, from Jesus, from the higher mentors, they are very rare. And ordinarily, they are giving only as a reward for this, the ones here on earth or even in the spiritual world that have sincere faith in their spirit, in their minds, and also for, one, for the ones that are devoted in the heart to the truth, the ones that have peace of mind and fraternity on their heart, the ones that really are sincere in their faith and are loving persons or loving be beings. Uh, and the revelation came to them as a reward of this simplicity, this humility, this fraternity, this solidarity that they act towards others and they are reward, rewarded to the, from the higher spirits with some gifts that make sense for them because those gifts are uh, canalized to help others, to expand fraternity, to expand solidarity towards uh, the human society. That's why Chico Xavier's work was so important, not only to Brazil, but to all over the world. One day he will be for sure known and studied by not only by his 530 books already published from the, the all kinds of mediumship that he had uh, canalized through psychography, through, through uh, psychophony, uh, through uh, the, the, the mediumship to see and hear the spirits, uh, the mediumship of inspiration, all kinds of mediumship he had. And from 1927 until 2002, he devoted 75 years of his life to help others, to, to give himself towards the needs of the poor, of the desperate, of the anguished, uh, of the ones that were in real need of a consolation or, of, or uh, in real need 
for a kind any kind of explanations around their pain around their difficult life i was a a, a person that can i am a, a person that can testify this because i lived with chico xavier close to him for 21 years from 1981 until 2002 and i had a very close family relationship with him and i i can testify that he was so very much pure in his heart and in his mind and because of this uh, this kind of pure thoughts and sentiments he was of course rewarded with his mediumship's gifts and canalize all kinds of good messages to the people here in brazil those 530 books published in brazil up to this date nowadays they have already been uh, in a circulation of 50 million books here in brazil and in pedro leopoldo his hometown where we study his works at the Casa de Chico Xavier or Chico Xavier home, uh, we understand that he has been translated for over 40 other languages all over the world also. So I, I can testify that Chico Xavier was one of these rare persons on earth that was giving this spiritual revelation uh, because of his sincere faith and devoted heart uh, to close our arguments today about this subject the character of the spiritist doc spiritist doctrine uh, we I'd like to, to invoke the chapter 13 of this same book of Allan Kardec, The Genesis, The Miracles and Predictions According to Spiritism. And chapter 13, item 8, where he explained to us that the Spiritist revelation is an open system Let's see this, because this is very important. The Spiritist revelation is an open system. He wrote, however, since the Spiritist, the Spiritist revelation does not nourish the claim of having said the last word, whatever it is, not even what is within its competence it does not present itself as an absolute regulator of the possible and leaves aside the knowledge reserved for the future so we must understand that spiritist 
doctrine is not a closed system that we're given by the higher spirits to Alain Kardec once in a time in the 19th century of France. It is a open system and it has not the, the, the role to say uh, or to claim it is it it has said the last word whatever in the whatever matter it is uh, telling us about so it is not the last word it's the first word of the third revelation the revelation of the truth and it does not present itself as an absolute regulator of the possible because it leaves aside the knowledge reserved for the future that's why the spiritist revelation is also a progressive movement that has to incorporate in its own matter, its own heart of, of knowledge, of wisdom, all the progressive movement of science and philosophy and religion in every step of the way in the future, in every century from now on. That's why the, the works of Chico Xavier in the 20th century in Brazil was so very much important also to complement and to open the, the horizons of understanding about the works of Alain Kardec one century bef before him. And that's why we must also expect that in the 21st century, especially in this uh, century after the, the, the transition time in honors, and after that, in the 22nd century, the 23rd, the 30th, the 40th century, we are going to have different views of life because we are going to progress. We are going to uh, incorporate all knowledge that will come to us through philosophy, through science, and through religion, through through the, the revelation of the higher spirits. And that's why the spiritist doctrine will accompany the human society forever. That's why Jesus Christ said that the consoler that he would send to us would be with us forever for the centuries of and centuries after that forever the consoler will be with us because he will evolve as we evolve also 
century after century in our philosophy, in our science, and in our understanding of religion. Well, this is the subject that I uh, enjoyed so much to bring, bringing it to you. And I hope uh, I could be clear about this. And I'm here to answer also, if I can, all the questions you uh, have to me. Thank you so much, Fabricio. Thank you so much, Lawrence. Absolute pleasure, Geraldo. Absolutely transfixed there. Loving every minute of it. I was just saying to Fabricio before you joined us, I was re-watching Nosolar again today uh, and doing some more reading on just such an amazing man. I absolutely love the way in his uh, transcriptions, he always yes. ended it with, I am alive. How marvelous. It's a marvelous, marvelous book and marvelous film also. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Sorry, Fabricio. Over to you, sir. <laughs> Actually, I was talking, but my microphone was on mute. So, Lawrence, well, don't unmute me. <laughs> um, I have got actually a few questions myself, but I'm going to be very polite and I'm going to go to the questions that is popping up on Facebook first, and then I will ask my question. So, we have a question here that comes from Bob, and he says, What part does the Bible, the Old and the New Testament, play in the Spiritist revelation? That's a very good question, Bob. And uh, they asked ask this question to Chico Xavier in a famous TV program in Brazil at the 2P TV in 1971 uh, in a program that was called the Pinga Fogo. And Chico Xavier explained at that time that we spiritists, uh, we understand uh, the important role that the Old Testament, the Old Testaments have in the human development on earth. And we respect profoundly all the knowledge that the prophets of the Hebrew uh, wrote and seek in their difficult times before Christ. And he interpreters, interpreted uh, these, uh, all the, the, the works of men and women in the Old Testament, Testament as the question of the afflicted man on earth seeking the truth from God. And uh, then Chico Xavier explained that the New Testament, or the, the New Testament, that we called uh, the, the Gospel of Jesus Christ, is the response, is the answer for those questions asked by the prophets of the Hebrew and Jesus Christ himself 
was in his life the divine response to those matters. And because of that, we spiritists tend to uh, put the gospel of Jesus Christ in a more important role in our understanding of religion and in our understanding that the moral and the ethics of Christ is our pathway to heaven, is our pathway to understand spirituality and evolve towards God, our creator. Thank you, Geraldo. Um, another qu Very quickly, uh, Fabricio, a lovely little bit of history there and something you covered about yes. uh, the TV program. Just um, to get over to people the enormity, the effect uh, this gentleman had on everybody, that program you just mentioned ran for four hours and was watched by 20 million yeah. people. It, we, actually, wow. it, it was uh, two programs. And she, uh, th this program uh, in Brazil in, was a live program in, in the uh, 60s and 70s. And Chico Xavier was invited in 1971. And the duration of the program was only 50 minutes. But because Chico Xavier had so a so greater impact in all the ones, the people that were watching him, the owner of the TV, the, the Tupi TV in Sao Paulo, uh, were t telling uh, the, the journalists to, to stay, uh, uh, you know, the, to stay online with the broadcast and to extend the program. So the first program uh, took four hours and a half. And it was in June, 1971. And the, the TV, they, they, they were so much impressed by the, the effect that it had in the media, in the people, that they invited Chico Xavier to come again uh, prior to Christmas time, and then Chico Xavier returned to the TV on the 20, 23rd of December of that same year. And the second program uh, what had the duration of five hours and a half. <laughs> awesome, absolutely awesome. Sorry, Fabricio. <laughs> it's very impressive, isn't it? So another question here, it comes from Eddie. He says, Jesus was a sense, amazing healer, medium, and messenger. Has anyone asked Spirit whether he has reincarnated numerous times in 2000 years? The teachings of the higher spirits uh, say that Jesus Christ did not reincarnate because he is the Lord. He just had this life on earth uh, as Jesus Christ himself. And he is, uh, we must understand that he is a, a higher spirit 
much higher from our earthly uh, ground uh, that he is not a human spirit. He is a spirit in the category of the angels. That is a higher category of spirits according to Alan Kardec. The ones that had uh, in their selves all the knowledge, all the wisdom, and also all the love that uh, we as human beings must pursue. So uh, as a, a matter of comparison, the, uh, Emmanuel through Chico Xavier explained that the distance between Jesus and us in a matter of understanding is the same distance between us and our beloved pets, uh, our dogs and cats. Uh, we are all brothers, of course, brothers and sisters. We are all sons and sisters of God, but we are living in different conditions so that Jesus does not need to come down to earth every century because he sends his messengers, his ministers, uh, and we can see through the history of human life, human society, that every century we have one, two, ten uh, higher illuminated beings that most probably came to us, came to earth uh, in the name of Jesus to remind us his pathway of love, fraternity, understanding, and uh, in that matter, he indirectly is always presence, present also in our daily lives. Very interesting. Thanks, Geraldo. Uh, one more question. This one can be quite um, problematic, but I'm going to ask the question. Um, it's come from Tanya. She's asking, is Chico Xavier the reincarnation of Allan Kardec? Yes, Tanya, he is. In uh, the year of 1992, he confessed to me and my wife at that time, Eliana, that he was in fact the reincarnation of Allan Kardec, the codifier of the Spiritist doctrine. And uh, it is, uh, I know this is a very, uh, a subject that brings about so many discussions, but the fact of the matter is that from 1992 on, everyone that was close to Chico Xavier had his confirmation of that. Uh, before that, no, because he was very clear to other friends of ours. And I, I, I must say that Martin Speralva was one of this, of friends of ours and Chico Xavier, that in 1972, uh, he was, he had this confirmation by Chico that 
At that time, in 1972, the work was yet in progress, was not done yet, and he could not uh, assume to the public that he was Alain Kardec reincarnated. But by the saying of his mentor guide, Emmanuel, uh, this subject would come later when his work has been completed. And as a matter of fact, 20 years later, in 1992, Chico Xavier himself was the revisor of a book uh, wrote by our dear friend Adelino da Silveira that uh, was called Kardec Prosegue, Kardec Goes On, and it had in the first uh, cover uh, the image of Alain Kardec uh, going, uh, how, how can I say it, uh, diminishing, and the image of Chico Xavier growing. It was the cover page of this book, Kardec Goes On. And Chico Xavier himself revised this book. It was the first book that was published in Brazil, assuming the thesis that he was, in fact, the reincarnation of Alain Kardec. And not only he, uh, assumed that in, in public, but he autographed uh, this book to his close friends, and I myself got two books autographed by Chico Xavier. So I have no doubt in my mind, because of our close relationship, because of everything that I heard from him and from the testimony of more than 400 friends. We have a list of 412 friends, close friends or not so close friends uh, from Chico Xavier that all of them accept and uh, say that he already, he is surely the reincarnation Gerard, when um, when I went to Beraba, um, I had the opportunity that um, to meet his son Euripides, and he he also confirmed that and say exactly the same. He said uh, I I was I had the privilege to spend a week in Beraba, and I was doing all the Chico Xavier tour and visit all the sites and everything, and. Um, I was invited by Euripides to have lunch with him at Chico Xavier's house. And we spent whole morning and afternoon together. He took me to Chico Xavier's grave and all of that. And we spent hours and hours have long and deep conversation. And he also um, says that he confirms that Chico Xavier told him that Chico Xavier um, was um, Alan Kardec in previous life. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because uh, I don't understand why this subject uh, causes so much discussions uh, because it's so logical. If we uh, look upon the writings 
of Allan Kardec himself. What he told us that what would be his mission, that the spirit of the truth told him that his mission was not for one only life, but would need a second life. And Allan Kardec himself wrote that by his calculations, he would be back on earth uh, not later than in the beginning of the 20th century. And it's just to see the work. Uh, who else would be the reincarnation of Alan Kardec? Uh, let's see Chico Xavier's work, because he uh, had published 530 books up to this date. He worked for 75 years devoted himself to the Spiritist doctrine like no one else. Uh, so uh, this is a logical conclusion. And it's interesting because one time Euripides told me that 15 days before Chico Xavier passed away in Oberaba, uh, and of course, because we that say that Chico Xavier is the reincarnation of Alan Kardec. We receive so much, uh, you know, stones and, uh, and criticism all over. And Euripides was tired of this. And he confronted Chico and told him, Chico, why don't you call a, a public meeting uh, with the press and say that you are to everyone that you are Alan Kardec. And then Chico Xavier responded to him, Euripides, I will never do that because I am not the, uh, how do you say, dono in English? The, the, the honor. The, I'm not the owner of uh, the spiritism. Spiritism does not belong to me. Spiritism, the spiritist doctrine, belongs to our Lord Jesus Christ. Very sensible. Um, now is the question, my question. I wait for everyone to ask there, so it's not with mine. So, yay, me, me, me. So, um, we've been talking about revelation all evening. And every time, that is personal, every time I read a book that was written by Chic Xavier, I do see and I do feel and I do understand. It comes to me as revelation every time. And every time I read something, is there, there is something that has been revealed to me and I learned something new from that book. So, Personally to you, because you have known Chico Xavier for so many years and you spend loads of time with him, what would have been your biggest revelation on all this time you spend with him as a friend to you? Wow, what a question. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hardest one. <laughs> yeah, no, pr no pressure, Geraldo. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, being with Chico Xavier was like being in a spiritual university where 
uh, every minute we had a lesson or an inspiration or an understanding of such a point of view from a different point of view, uh, especially the point of view of the higher spirit. So it's difficult for me to say this one was the, you know, the most uh, impressive revelation. But uh, the one uh, I can tell you, the one that was, uh, that had a deeply impact on me was when I was talking to Shiko uh, about, about uh, dreams that I had. And of course, I, I was not understanding the dreams. And he, he kindly asked everyone in, in the room to go out and stayed only the two of us. And then he became, uh, from that point, he became to, uh, to reveal what was the meaning of those dreams. And, and then I understood that all of those dreams were not uh, dreams from a, you know close uh, close time. It was dreams for from a past life uh, that we were together, me and Chico Xavier, seven thousand years ago. And, and and then I came to understand lots of things, uh, and. At, at that same time, I was so very much impressed why I was remembering uh, such a difficult time. In another world, it was not on Earth. It was not in another world called Capella. And it was not a, a good life. It was very difficult because we faced a nuclear conflict there. And everyone there, uh, of course, uh, died of this nuclear confrontation. And I was so impressed how I could remember such a long distance time. And, and how could I? And then Chico Xavier told me, Geraldinho, uh, I can remember all my lives and I can relate all of you, all the people that I know nowadays in Brazil and overseas. And I have everything in my mind and it goes further to 40,000 years ago. And who can, I mean, we, we, uh, we cannot uh, support or cannot stand the, the, you know, the remembrance, most of us from our childhood or from our uh, juvenile time. Uh, how can one remember 40,000 years of lives so he must be some someone very very much 
in in our you know advanced uh Chico Xavier is not from this world and I'm sure he is a minister of our Jesus Christ our Lord Jesus Christ that came down to earth to help us go forward so I think it's really good so um the last one I would ask you to comment for us uh, that is a scientific evidence that NASA has done to measure Chico Xavier. Uh, is it called halo or aurea in English? I'm not sure. Is it is it halo? I don't know the English word, but the aurea from mm -hmm. halo, right? So, Lawrence, do you say aurea? Aura. 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 So, can you tell me us a little bit about that? Yes, I, I was not uh, incarnated at that time. It was in the 50s, but my, my uh, relatives were in Pedro Leopold because my mother's side of my family, the Machado family, is from Pedro Leopoldo, the, the hometown of Chico Xavier. And my great aunt, uh, uh, Nair Machado Pascual, uh, who was the the youngest sister of my grandmother, Carmen. Uh, she was present at that time in the 50s when Chico Xavier received a couple, I think it was three or four, I, I, I don't remember now, but uh, people from NASA, uh, researchers from NASA that came with lots of mechanical apparel or I don't know how to say it in English and okay? very different equipments and technology technology and equipments and their their subject was to to measure the aura of Chico, and we understand that most of us has one centimeter, I don't know, uh, one or half centimeter. Uh, the ones that had, have a more, uh, you know, pronunciated aura would be maybe three centimeters. And they were very astonished to see that the Chico Xavier's order had 15 meters. <laughs> and uh, and the, all the equipment could, could see it. And my great aunt Nair was, uh, testified this. They were very much impressed. That is definitely something, right? Yeah. But the neighbors but, love that. Tell you, you could feel it if you stayed beside Chico Xavier. You would feel it because it was a different atmosphere. It was like entering another world, and because of that, sometimes I would uh, travel from my home city of Belo Horizonte to Beraba, where. At that time, Chico Xavier lived, and at the, uh, 
the 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 travel time was five hours by car and i was thinking oh i'm going to ask this and that to shiku or you know lots of plans but when i arrived at shiku xavier's home where i stayed of course uh i was his guest every time i i went there my 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 uh, wife had a, a brother that lived there with Chico Xavier Vivaldo, and he he worked with the preparations of the books. So uh, I, we stayed there, and when we arrived, suddenly I forgot everything. I forget everything. I was planning to ask because the impact of that man was so profound on us you know, that you would prefer to be silent <laughs> and just listen to him, listen to what he would say, because everything that he would say was a kind of lesson. And I must testify this, although I would not ask the questions that I was planning to ask, Chico Xavier would respond all of them, telling us, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't get to to say the question, but he listened to my thoughts, and respond and answered them, in one way or another. And it was funny because after he he would he would like to. Uh, he was not a direct person that would say, this is this and that is that. No, Chico Xavier was one, a, a, a wisdom guy that would tell you a story. And this story was, you know, just the right one to answer your questions. And it was, it was so, kind of him because he was not so direct he was not offensive uh, even though sometimes you would see oh that's for me because you know uh, i was in need of this explanation and after the the, the he would ex would tell this the, the this case or this story and then closing the the subject he would ask isn't that so geraldinho <laughs> and you know it, it's lace the final lace <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah definitely shikshavir is someone for all of us to learn from it's, it's an example, it's a great, uh, a great example for us to follow and to learn from. Um, I hope you get to, to read these books. I know there are many books in English already that have been uh, translated, and I would hope you go after those books and read them, because as Fabrizio told, uh, it, every time one gets to read those books, uh, we enter in a different state of mind. And we are uh, 
giving to understand lots of things that comes from the higher spirits. Thank you, Gerald. Um, before I do the final announcements, Gerald, do you want to do any final consideration? Or are you okay? Well, the, I just uh, want to say that we must seek the truth given by Jesus Christ, our Lord, in his gospel, his gospel of love, of fraternity, of solidarity, and also of wisdom, pure wisdom. Love one another as he loves us. That's the message. Thank you. So now I have got few invitations and few announcements to make. So our next talk is going to be on the 4th of September. Uh, our guest speaker is Dr. George Dyer. And his topic that he's going to be talking to us is the Guardian's Angels. Um, we have two big events happening in September, one in September, one in October. And that event is hosted by our British Union Spirits of Societies. Um, the 10th of September is the World Suicide Prevention Day. Um, I don't know if you have the, the slides there, Lawrence. So some of the speakers, some of you here has uh, will recognize. One of them is our lovely Lawrence. We have Vanessa, uh, we have Danesis, um, we have, um, actually can read Lawrence, he's very small. Um, we have great speakers there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I need sunglasses, I can read them. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's the World Suicide Prevention Day. It's um, on the 10th of September and that is hosted by our union, um, the British Union Spiritual Societies. And Another big event is going to be on the 3rd of October, and that is a mini seminar to celebrate Alan Kardec's 216 birthday. We will have as a speaker Dr. Mick Collins, Dr. Alexandre Moreira, and Dr. Natalie. And this event is hosted by the British Spiritist Medical Association and the British Union of Spiritist Societies. So if you do want to know any more information about those two big events, uh, please contact me. I'm happy to share any more details that you might need. So on that note, uh, I will say thank you to everyone that's been watching us tonight. And I will ask Lawrence to do our closing prayer. Thank you, Fabricia, and thank you, Geraldo. That was absolutely wonderful. Thank you, sir. We're deeply honoured to hear you tonight. Big thank you to everybody that was watching tonight. Lovely Elsa, bless your heart. Adam was watching. Uh, quite well, too many people to mention all by name. Uh, Kardec Radio was online as well. So, yes, uh, a really huge host of people watching you tonight thank you so much so friends as we draw close to this evening let us once more journey within touch on that divinity that thread of life that god within of our own understanding and we give thanks for these teachings we give thanks 
for this knowledge that we commune with spirits on a daily basis. And in that communion, we can receive guidance, help and upliftment. We can receive direction, assistance, and by working hand in hand and with the love of Jesus Christ in our hearts, each and every one of us have the ability to make this world a better place, day by day, week by week, year by year. The possibilities are endless, but the work and the design and the pattern lays within our hands. So it is our duty to open up our hearts to the God of the infinite, to receive that upliftment and that knowledge and that responsibility that we all have that touch of the creator within us and to use it wisely and with and through love. Amen. 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 Thank you, Loris. And good night, everyone who's watching us tonight. And I see you all again on the 4th of September. Very quickly, just put up there all the names that uh, poor old Fabricio couldn't read because he hadn't got his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to us all, Fabricio. His <laughs> light was very small, could actually see him. <laughs> Magnified glass next time. Thank yeah. you so much, Elsa. Bless you. Geraldo, it's awesome, man. Uh, can't thank, thank you enough, honestly. Thank you, Lawrence. Very good to be with you guys. Have a good night. Good night, uh, good night to Brazil. <laughs>